Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Um, I remember having conversations with my husband, like, what are we working so hard for? Like, is this all there is? Like, all it is is work and eat and sleep and get up and do it again? Because I don't know that I just want to sign up for this. Like, this isn't what I thought life was going to be. And um, I think a lot of people just, maybe they go through the emotions like we were going through the emotions of that and don't ever stop to take a look at what's really happening. Welcome to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Universal Grace is a dose of personal development and spiritual truth to help you become the best and greatest version of yourself. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this raw and unfiltered transformational podcast. I know that we're all capable of becoming the very best version of ourselves. We just need to remember who we are and believe that we are worthy and deserving of an extraordinary life. I am here to awaken you to your infinite potential and inspire you to unlock your inner greatness and live your best life. You ready? Let's get started. Hello, everyone. This is Nadine Grace, and welcome back to another episode of Universal Grace. I have um, two guests in today. Their names are Lori and Tanya, and Lori is a master certified health education specialist and a certified Canfield trainer in the success principles. She has over 20 years of experience leading and facilitating teams and training in the government sector. She received her Bachelor of Science degree from Clemson University in Health Science and her Master's of Public Health degree in Health Policy and Administration from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Tanya Henley was born and raised in Chicra, South Carolina. She's a 1996 graduate of Clemson University with a degree in education. And for the last 20 years, she's worked as a successful recruiter fueled by a passion for connecting great people and companies. She's also a Jack Canfield certified trainer. After experiencing firsthand the difference that living an intentional and positive life has made for, for them, Lori and Tanya co-founded Higher Navigation in 2018. Their mission is to help you successfully navigate your path navigate your path by providing practical skills and mindset strategies to ensure success in all areas of your life. They work with individuals, groups, organizations, and businesses to share the same tools they have used. So welcome, Tanya and Lori. So nice having you. So Thank nice you. having you. Here. Yes, I'm so glad to have you here. When I first listened to your podcast, I was taken away because I was able to relate to your journey and how you were able to kind of went from living a life of feeling on 
just feeling empty and unmotivated and no goals to now you like powerhouses with, you know, leading a Facebook group of thousands of people and just being so positive. So can you just take us through your journey of what led you from where you were till now? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Lori and I have been friends since childhood um, and, and college roommates. And, um, you know, you kind of lose touch a little bit once everybody starts careers and family. And, and that really kind of happened to us. Um, and, you know, it was kind of one of those life gets in the way. And, and sometimes you spend a lot of time spinning wheels kind of on that hamster wheel. Um, and that's kind of, you know, where Lori and I both were, unbeknownst to both of us, that, that we were both feeling the same way. Um, and then we had kind of a, a chance um, event, but we know now that nothing is by chance, right? So God divine, universal driven. Um, and I'll let Lori tell you that story of how this kind of came about. Yeah, so we were just living our lives, um, almost completely miserable in our own lives without even discussing it with each other, even though we were really good friends. And how many times do all of us do that? Like, we don't tell our struggles to the people that we love the most. And so we were just making our way and going through the motions and doing all of that. And um, one day I was leaving work. Uh, work was not fulfilling me at all at that time. <laughs> But a song came on the radio and you know how music can sometimes just take you to a different space and time and uh, I automatically was transported back to a fun night out with Tanya when we were in college and um, when the song came on, I was like, I've got to call her. It made me think of her, you know, of course, God planted that song for me to hear to, to spark me to take that action. But I called Tanya and I was like, oh my gosh, this song, do you remember the song that night was so much fun? And she didn't remember Jack. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, this was like such a big memory for me. And we had so much fun and you are, have completely erased it from your memory. <laughs> And so, um, it, but it did start a conversation that put us in the space where we started talking about life and our families and what we were going to do that weekend. And Tanya shared that there was something coming up that weekend. Right. So Lori called me and, and it was out of the blue. And, you know, again, we were great friends, but we didn't talk as often as we probably should have. And that same week, a friend of mine who had, um, was gonna have her first retreat. She had started this living this life of positivity. She had gone to a Jack Canfield um, event um, and started with Patty Aubrey and that group. And she was hosting her very first small women's retreat. She's out of the New Jersey area. Um, and she had just messaged me out of the blue. We had not talked in years. And she messaged me and asked, you know, I know you're from South Carolina. I'm gonna be in Myrtle Beach. I'm not sure how close that is but would you like to come to this retreat? And I had no idea what she was talking about, but honestly, I was in such a space in my life that positivity and a group of women all in one room sounded so appealing to me mm -hmm. that I couldn't say no. Um, and you gotta understand, I was at a time where my husband, now ex-husband was not working. I had three children, I was a sole provider. We were in debt up to our eyeballs and I could not afford to spend one penny on anything for myself. Um, however, God could, I could not say no. Um, there was just this pull and I, I had to figure it out. And so I immediately said, yes, thinking in my mind, how am I going to pay her? 
um, I jumped on and, and applied for a PayPal credit card because she took PayPal and it was approved. And literally that's how I paid her. So when Lori called me, we talked about what we were doing. And Lori said, well, I think I'm going to go up to our family beach house. Um, her husband was out of town in Myrtle Beach. And I said, well, she said, what are you doing? And I told her and I said, well, do you want to go? And she was like, I mean, sure. And uh, I messaged my friend and asked if she had an extra spot. And she said, yes. And, and listen, it was, I mean, the rest is history. Honestly, that's a, you know, I know that's a cliche, but it is absolutely the truth. That yeah. is a beautiful, beautiful story. Lori, go ahead. I see that. Yeah, you have I was just going to say, um, it is funny how serendipity works in mm. that at the time, like I had been promoted at work. Um, I had gone through a pretty serious health um, issue that still had not probably healed from mentally or physically, just in a bad mental space. Mm -hmm. And so like, she didn't even have to sell me. She just said, uh, something about positivity. I don't know what it is, but it's just something. And I was like, well, I need some positivity. Can I go? <laughs> so it's funny how things work out. Um, God provides you exactly what you need when you need it. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You get that help that divine intervention and bring the universe, God, source, whatever names we're comfortable with, bring you that help that you need at the right time. And Michael Beckwith also says that there's two types of growth that we go through. It's two type of like, <clears throat> excuse me, two type of suffering. Well, only one is suffering. You have the Kensho and then you have the Satori. Where the Kensho, you grow through suffering and you get to a point where you feel like, this is my rock bottom. And I don't think I can possibly get any lower. So the only place from here is for me to get higher, to really say, I'm tired of living like this. And it's time for me to take my next to the, my, my life to the next level. And then you have this Satori where you, you intentionally um, invest in growing yourself and, and in, in intentionally, you know, get to the next level of your life. And I think most people can relate to, <laughs> to Kensho. To the suffering where you say, listen, I, I'm getting up every day and I'm living the same life over and over again, just different days. Yes, that's, that's exactly where we were. Um, and I think it's interesting because I don't think that we knew it. I, mean, I think we knew it. I think energetically we felt it. We felt it in our heart and soul. But I don't think mentally we had quite identified how miserable we really were and there's got to be something better. But I do think we both were at that point where we knew that this, this might not be cutting it. And so it wasn't until we got in that, in that room with, a, with what, eight, 10 other women that really and truly had been exposed to some of the tools that, that we are starting to teach folks. Um, but, but they were still in the same place we were. They were all still kind of beginning. And to have that open dialogue especially with women where there is no pretentiousness, there's mm. no um, competing with mm -hmm. each other. There's no, nobody's trying to, to look better than the other. It was just raw and real. Yes. And to be in that room with those women and all really talking about where we were, like where we really were. And hearing some of them who are well, a little outside of that, talking about where they're starting to get to. Mm -hmm. It was really the spark we needed. We talk about our pilot light and it was really what started turning that flame up on the pilot light for us. Yes. Yes. And I truly believe that the universe allows us sometimes 
to go through moments of pain to in order to help us to stretch and grow because we can't grow when we're in a negative space. So I believe that the universe brought you two back together, you know, after you had went your separate ways after college to, to really create this powerhouse that you have now to be able to help people who are going through what you went through. I know if I can speak for myself, I first became um, introduced to the law of attraction in the early 2000. However, I was not applying what I was learning. I knew that and still know that, the, that my thoughts are creating my reality and, and I have to be careful what I think about because thoughts become things. But we both know, all three of us, that if we don't apply what we're learning, then you're just back to square one. And I wasn't applying what I was learning. So therefore I was getting up every day, blaming my son, my infant son for not, for me, not progressing in my career. And I would just constantly like live in a victim mentality. And the, you know how you go through the day and then at the end of the day, you're, you're going through the list. Okay. What did I get done today? And then if you have nothing checked off, then you feel, you feel like a loser, you beat yourself up. And that's what I was doing. I wasn't being grateful. I wasn't, I just wasn't in that space. And I knew I was supposed to, but I wasn't implementing it. So can you talk to that? Have you ever found yourself in that space where you knew that you weren't supposed to think a certain way, say a certain thing, but yet you're allowing that negative space or thoughts to, to take you over? Absolutely. And it's so funny that our stories are so similar to yours, Nadine, because Tanya and I remember um, the, the authors of The Secret and the, those that were on The Secret movie being on Oprah back in the late 90s, I think it was. And both of us felt something when we saw that. And we, you know, it planted that little seed about law of attraction with us, but we also weren't implementing it in our lives. And so it's almost like it had to come back around when we were right and ready for it. Um, when we were in that space that you're exactly talking about, that negative mind space of, um, I remember having conversations with my husband, like, what are we working so hard for? Like, is this all there is? Like, all it is is work and eat and sleep and get up and do it again. Because I don't know that I want to sign up for this. Like, this isn't what I thought life was going to be. And um, I think a lot of people just, maybe they go through the motions like we were going through the motions of that and don't ever stop to take a look at what's really happening. It's hard to look at what's not working. It is very difficult to be very honest with yourself. One of the things that we did at the retreat was a life inventory, where we looked at all the different areas of your life from health and relationships and finance and business and joy. And Tanya and I, on a scale of one to 10, where 10 is you are knocking it out of the park, we were not above a four or a five on any area of our life. And that is hard to be honest about. And it is hard to... Um, except as because especially I think if you're out there alone and you're feeling that way it's hard to look at it because you don't have any tools or resources to get you so what are you going to do you're going to look at it and have a hard truth that nothing's working but then you're stuck there mm -hmm. that's where that retreat really helped to catapult us because not only did we take an inventory but then 
so many tools and techniques and things like that were shared with us of the next step we can take to make those numbers better and for those areas of our life to improve. And that's what we're teaching others how to do today. Yes, yes. And you touched upon something that was very important. It is much easier to blame. It's much easier to point the finger. It really like I can speak for myself because I was doing the same thing to my my infant son, blaming him all the time for not, you know, giving me the the room to create. And when you really realize that you are responsible for 100% of your life, it's it really hits you. <laughs> And it's a hard pill to swallow. (laughs) It really is. It's a hard pill to swallow. So what are some of the tools that you currently have to really like, let's say someone is listening right now, who's really struggling, who went through, who's going through what we all three of us went through and is really trying their darnest to climb up out of that dark hole. And because they know they have potential within them. What are some of the tools do you offer to help that particular person or listeners? Well, and I'll say um, when we did the inventory and we started at that, at that retreat, um, it was an eye opener and it was so new to us. Like every single thing we started learning, we were ahas. We were like, oh my gosh. And it's so easy. However, it is also a habit. And so creating a habit and and uncreating a habit is not easy, right? So we can tell you it's easy because it's simple. Like the things that you do every day are still simple, but creating the habit um, and letting go of some bad habits, that's where the rubber meets the road. So we started real simple with affirmations, um, being grateful for things like they've already happened. We started by changing our language, um, starting to talk about what we do want and not what we don't want. Um, We started believing that everything we wanted was at our disposal and at our fingertips and all we had to do was ask and be grateful up front. Um, We started saying gratitude every single day, multiple times a day. Um, We started meditating. That's a hard one for a lot of people, um, especially, you know, moms and busy, busy women we don't take, first of all, we won't take the time to sit down for 20 minutes. And secondly, we can't turn our brains off. Um, it is, it is a, it is a to-do list in motion, right? And so we started with three minutes a day, literally three minutes a day. And it took me years to get past that three minutes, but it is huge as far as um, getting yourself established first thing and wanting to be successful throughout the day. But it's little, little things in, in that gratitude and, and the way we change. And then, you know, Lori's got some ones that she uses too, because we, we switch and change every day. Like something works one day or one week and it doesn't the next month because I'm in a different mind space. Yes, absolutely. It's the, it's the stories that we tell ourselves. It's the the story that we keep replaying over and over and over again, the subconscious mind just grabs a hold of it and plays it back to you. And if you don't catch yourself, you're wondering like, why am I feeling so miserable? Why is it that I keep, for me, I I remember um, I would always just sit down and remember old things that people did to me. And I would find myself just cussing them out in my mind. And then I would catch myself. I'm like, oh, like, why am I doing this? So until you really get to a point where you say enough is enough, 
I will not live another year like this. I will not live an, another day like this. Not another moment. It's unbearable. Then until you get to that point, then your life won't change. And like you said, it's just the easy things. I am grateful writing that down. You know, I am grateful to be able to, there's always something to be grateful for. <clears throat> You're listening to this podcast. You have ears. A lot of people are not able to hear, you know, so there's always something to be grateful for. So take me, um, take me on a moment where you're able to, where your friends and families are now able to see the new Lori and the new Tani. And they're like, what happened? <laughs> are you? I've got, I've got several examples um, where my husband doesn't really, I'd say he doesn't know exactly what Tanya and I do, <laughs> nor does he <laughs> want to know, but he knows that we've gone and gotten training and certification and um, not, you know, not exactly sure what we're up to some days, but um, even now that whole um, stopping blaming and complaining and actually taking 100% responsibility for yourself and changing how we talk and how we think, he calls me on things to this day because I've still got a tendency. I was so in the habit of speaking negatively about myself and to myself, um, thinking I should be better than I am. Um, and that's a hard habit to break when you've spent years and years of your life just sort of putting yourself down. And so even to this day, I slip up and he will call me on it, which means that he knows that I think that's important. I think talking and the way we, the words we use and how we speak and how we think is important enough that he realizes that and knows to call me on it. And he he actually reframes things he's saying too. So I feel like when they start doing, even though he doesn't know really what we're all about, he started to incorporate, I, I don't even think he knew the word manifest three years ago. And now yeah. he uses it almost daily. <laughs> yes, it's amazing when you change, the, the people around you also change. Yeah. They, either, they either fall off yeah. or, they, or they change to match your new vibration. It's so, amazing how many people have come along this ride with us that we did not expect. Wow. Uh, and that, you know, I've changed the entire tone of my house. Um, you know, it went from hustle and bustle, a single mom with three children and everybody, you know, talking loud and obnoxious each other. And, and there's always, there's always this, like the hamster wheel again. And now it's just kind of this even it's this, it's this good energy. It's a good place to be. Yes. Um, and you can walk in my home. Even people who have not been in my house in a while will walk in and go, wow, it just feels so good in here. What did you change? What did you do? Did you get new curtains? Is that a new couch? And I'm like, it's just the energy that I create now <laughs> versus, and Lori will tell you, I used to buzz. And she told me one time, like I couldn't sit down like I could feel my energy outside of my body and I could hear the buzz in my ear constantly. Um, and it's such an, it, an, an unusual thing. And you don't realize you do it until somebody points it out. And then you're like, oh my gosh. And I no longer buzz. And it is the most amazing feeling ever. That's amazing. A lot of us, <clears throat> including myself, I fortunately I, I work on myself on a daily basis because we both, all three of us know that once we stop doing the work, it's very possible to go back to where we're coming from. So it's the daily work. And um, there's a lot of people who are outside of their bodies. They're just not connected 
to, to just being one with themselves. And that comes with really taking care of yourself because especially us women, we're just, we wear so many hats and we don't take the time out to say, Hey, I've got to fill my cup up first. I cannot start from an, from an empty cup. I've got to take care of myself before I can, can take care of you. Even in the, in the airplane, they always tell you in the case of an emergency, put on your oxygen mask first, because they know, <clears throat> excuse me, it's imperative to fill yourself up first before you take care of other people. So what are some of the routines that you do on a daily basis to fill yourself up first before you tend to other people? Yeah, I think um, we both, Tanya and I both believe that that little bit of space right when you wake up in the morning and the little bit of space right before you go to sleep at night are such important key times every single day. So if you can't do anything all day, at least those two little spaces of time incorporate some of these things. So some of the things that we do, like smile, as soon as you wake up, you smile. As soon as my feet hit the floor in the morning, left foot, thank, right foot, you, all the way to the restroom. Um, you know, both of us journal, we do it differently. Tanya um, can share hers, but I do mine at night typically or during the day. I don't do that first thing in the morning. Um, and journal, I think it's evolved for me. Um, because when you're not used to doing that, sometimes it's a little bit difficult. What am I supposed to write? That kind of thing. And so I've sort of evolved to all those things that I really want to say out loud, but I don't want to bring that energy to me. I'll write them down and then cancel them out and write what I do want instead. Mm -hmm. And that works for me right now. That's not how I've always journaled. There's no right or wrong. You can do however you want, but I think a journal is a good place to put the stuff that's feeling yucky in your body and in your mind. Um, meditate, like Tanya said, that's another thing. Um, but it's just really being grateful that you've woken up that morning and that you've got a new day ahead of you and really treating every day like a, a fresh start for me. And I think something else that we have um, started doing more of is like you said, put ourselves first. So with me, I've got a lot of reasons why I shouldn't go to that retreat. I got a lot of reasons why I shouldn't go take that class or why sh we should not have spent the money we did on a podcast class or why we, you know, so there's a lot of reasons why I shouldn't. And that used to be my driver, right? The boys need this, or the boys need that, or my house needs this. And what I found is when I spend time and effort and energy and to me, um, when it's better in myself, when it's going to that, um, that trade show with rocks and stones that we love so much, when it's doing those things, um, it comes back to me, right? So I, I spend the money, I spend the time, I really do put myself in a place to be happy and joyful. And the money I spent tenfold, the, the time and energy I spent, I get that back from other people. It, it just is amazing when you do it, what comes back? Um, you know, just like giving, a lot of times I do random acts of kindness where I pay for people's meals in restaurants or I just random things. And sometimes I don't have the finances to do it, but there's a calling on my heart. And I, I tell you, as soon as I do it, it is no doubt returned to me in some way, shape or form by 10. And it's, it's interesting that it feels so good that I don't even need the return. Um, what, I, what I got was how good the feeling was. And so I think it's doing those things, anything, whatever it is for you that fills your cup and makes you smile is what we should be doing and taking the time to do. 
Beautiful, beautiful. So what is your mission for finding your way? I think for us, it really has been going from, we know how hard it was for us to to get to the retreat and how many years we spent needing to be there. Um, And then how many years we spent learning and we are in South Carolina and, you know, five years ago, a lot of the stuff that's starting to be mainstream now wasn't, and we didn't have exposure and access. And so what we did was we, we manhandled that group of women and we made them like weekly have a call with us. What have you been doing? Where have you been going? What have you been reading? What podcast are you listening to? What, like we literally were pulling the information from them and making us tell them about every single thing they were doing. And we had to, because we didn't have, we weren't in a space to be around that type of information. And so what we really, our mission is, is to take all the things we've learned and it took us years to learn and to be able to give it to folks quickly so that they don't have to go find it, to put easy, usable tools in place and show you not only what they are and how to use it, but how we've used them and how they've transformed our lives. Um, So really and truly, it's about sharing everything we've learned so other people don't have to struggle like we did to get to where we are. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm sure a lot of people can is able to relate to what you two been through, went through, and can really use the materials and your story to uplift themselves because the world is in need of help. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that don't even know that they're living the same life over and over again. There's a lot of people out there that don't even realize that they're suffering because they're so used to living in that habitual space, that routine of waking up and not feeling fulfilled, it has become a second nature to them. So, you know, I really love what you both, what both of you are doing, taking your stories and putting it together and say, Hey, we're two normal women. You know, we're, we've, we've been through hell and and now we're, we came back (laughs) and we're ready to share with you what we have learned. So you don't have to continue down that path of feeling empty and continue down that path of feeling unworthy and undeserving, because that's what it all boils down to. Like a lot of us, a lot of us, um, I know for myself, I used to walk around feeling unworthy and undeserving, but I didn't know that I was feeling that way. I didn't realize it until I started doing the work. And when you start doing the work, you're like, wow, wow. I really was thinking that way. So you know, beautiful, beautiful. So how can people connect with you both? Yeah, so we've got several different ways. Um, our website is HigherNavigation.com, which is H-I-G-H-E-R Navigation.com. Like you said, we have a podcast, which is how we met the beautiful Nadine Grace. Um, and it is called Finding Your Way with Lori and Tanya on all your podcast players. And then... Um, One thing we're very proud of, we started a Facebook group years ago when we were first starting this journey to all we saw was negative crap in our Facebook feed. And so we started this group for the simple purpose of we needed to see more positivity because we know what we think about, we bring about. And so that is called the Positive Vibe Tribe. It it is a um, private Facebook group, but all are welcome and um, we you can get to that through our website or you can just look us up on Facebook. But we'd love for all of your listeners to connect with us and um, take the journey with us. Yes, the, I can speak to the positive 
the positive vibe tribe, because it is like, as soon as I log on to Facebook and I see, because you said Facebook is filled with a lot of pretense and negativity and stuff that you don't want into your consciousness. So it is a breath of fresh air when I log in and I see a positive post coming from both of you and, and other people in, in the group and everyone is so loving and, and supportive. So, you know, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful tribe to be a part of, and I'm happy to be a part of it. <laughs> Thank you. We, yeah. we, it's, it's been a, it's been a labor of love and uh, we've, we've grown, we're growing and we've got what, 16, almost 16,000, 17,000 members. It's insane. And it's amazing how many people will, will message us just to say, thank you we needed something positive in our newsfeed, which was exactly the purpose of the group. Yes, yes, because as I said before, people are looking, people are looking for change. And so what, you know, what you two are doing is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So thank you both so much for stopping by. I had so much fun. Um, I'm sure that I will be asking you both again to come back. (laughs) Well, we are so happy to be here. We love you. We love exactly what you're doing. Your energy is contagious. Your listeners are so fortunate to have found you. And we are so fortunate to have found you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, we're together now because the universe conspired for all of us to be together. (laughs) Yes, yes. So thank you both, ladies. I really appreciate this. And and I know my listeners are able to take a lot of things that you have shared with using gratitude as a way to raise your vibration and just using taking at least 10 minutes out of your day to have some alone time to quiet your mind, to, to realize the stories that you're telling yourself can either build you up or tear you down, to, to have that time where you say, hey, listen, I, I have to come first. I, I know that I have kids. I know that I have a family, but in order to take care of you, mommy has to put herself first or if daddies are listening daddies have to put themselves first we just have to put ourselves first so thank you for all the wonderful tools that you have shared and i look forward to seeing you both grow and evolve and and just change the world and make it a better place thank you thank so you. much <laughs> bye bye thank you for listening to universal grace podcast and being part of this amazing community. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and I hanging out and helping each other rise to the top. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. So I'll see you on the next episode. But in the meantime, remember to head on over to universalgracepodcast.com and get some extra special resources that you won't find anywhere else. Thanks for listening and let love guide you.